Welcome in, Iowa Hawkeye fans, to another episode of the Hawkeye Tailgate Report. Iowa Hawkeyes 2-0 after absolutely dismantling Rutgers. We got Sam Middleton, Joey Myers, Austin Myers here. Uh, we're going to talk Rutgers recap. We're going to talk a little Iowa State hate week. Uh, we got <coughs> Joey's Urban Dictionary read. Thoughts from space. <coughs> but fellas, how you doing? It's hate week, baby. Let's go. Yeah, it's probably the best week of the year for rivalry for Hawkeyes. I mean, I know we're technically rivals with other schools, but I love hating on Iowa State about more than anything because their fans are just borderline intolerable. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I would put it up there as my favorite rivalry week. It's probably the most stressful. <laughs> why? Why wouldn't you put it? What's your favorite? Nebraska? Probably Nebraska. Yeah, or Wisconsin. I, I like this as our like the best rivalry week because I know a lot more Iowa State fans than I do like Nebraska or Wisconsin fans. So I get a like firsthand hear their takes and see their reactions when I like when Iowa just shits on them. So it makes the outcome that much more enjoyable for me. And That's also when State we win, fans, it's way better. Hmm? When we win, it's awesome. But when we lose, this week was just straight. Yeah, well, that hasn't happened in a while, and it's certainly not going to happen this season, so I'm not too concerned about that. Yeah, I didn't have to there the last time Iowa State beat Iowa. <laughs> I uh, I like the Nebraska Hay Week better because Nebraska's fans are – I feel like Nebraska's fans are more irrational about how good their team actually is. Um, I and people, people, people forget that the last time Nebraska was good was before any of us were born, so well, yeah, maybe not Sam. Yeah, I do like to say that Iowa State fans are delusional because they are, but Nebraska fans are really, really delusional because they still think that their team is going to be able to win national championships like they did in the 90s, and that's just straight up never going to happen again. No, Iowa State fans are delusional. Nebraska fans are just really fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a good assessment. And, and there, here's another difference. I'm actually friends with some Iowa State fans. Ooh. Never could I ever be a fan with a friend of a Nebraska fan. Yeah. All right. All right. Before we continue this absolute shit talk about Iowa State, we're going to talk a little bit about Rutgers here. I mean, there wasn't really much to talk about. Straight domination, as Austin and I predicted last week. Sam had it marked as a trap game. But uh, it just Iowa comes out top 30 nothing, pitches a shutout. Uh, Epi got a sack. Amir Smith-Marset coming out party. Where do you want to start? Well, I, it was a trap game if literally I was playing quarterback instead of that lefty. <laughs> that dude was worse than Jay Christensen. He missed so many wide open receivers, it, it was painful to watch. Yeah. Rutgers was as advertised, just very terrible. Uh I'll, they had one standout performer on the day, and that was their punter, because he was actually surprisingly good. Although part of that was I was uh punting return game just wasn't that great. I don't know why we don't have Smith Marset back there to return punts like he does kickoff, but uh, that wasn't really working so hot for us this week, but their punter was good. The rest of their team, I'm pretty sure, could have been filled out by a roster uh, from the Helen Keller School for the Blind because they were bad. They and the frat houses. Yeah, yeah that too. Uh, but, I mean, Iowa's defense showed their power on Saturday. We all knew they were going to be good, but pitching a shout-out against a Big Ten team is never an easy thing to do, regardless of if it's Illinois or Rutgers, so that was impressive. Uh, Epi came to life, had a sack, uh, forced an interception to my dude, Jimon Mustard, Jimon Colbert. Uh, 
It was just a solid defensive performance. And big O, Michael Ojemudia, that dude's going to be a star. He's going to be the next defensive back drafted from the secondary at Iowa. Well, I didn't expect that he was going to be a defensive back drafted from the line. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm... I'm I think he came in as a receiver and and defense. <laughs> I I just think he's he's gonna have a huge year. I mean, he's already has two interceptions on the season. Uh, he's very aggressive in every every instance I've seen so far this year. Uh, I know Geno Stone's gonna go get drafted too, but I think Big O has a chance to go higher than Stone. So, Big Ten defensive back of the year, huh? Which one? Remember. Uh- OG. Remember last year during the Nebraska game, how the announcer kept on saying Oj Medea or some <laughs> something stupid like that? God, that's driving me nuts. Was it Beth Mowens that was on the call for that game? No, this was uh, Male. Yeah. I believe. Uh, what an idiot. It's a tough last name. I don't really. I know how to pronounce it's, it now. It's, it's not Ojemudia. really that tough at all. It, it's kind Ojemudia. of tough, Sam. It's. I didn't know how to pronounce it at first. Uh, so I ca- started calling him Big O, but now I know how to pronounce it. Yeah, I still call him just Big like O. So. Oh, how, so, you, how do you see Epinesa and think Espinosa? Like, are you just like dyslexic? Like, <laughs> what the hell? Well, I mean, Luke still thinks Weeding is pronounced Wuting. And yeah. <laughs> he like did a, say there's a hyphen in his name. He did. He did say Maishi Daily the other night. Yeah. Oh he, my gosh. So just, Luke, you're not, you're not the best one to call out somebody for pronouncing. <laughs> At, to be fair, at that point in time, Ojemudia had been on the team for, that was what, his third or fourth year? I think he was a redshirt junior that season. So it's not like it was the first time anybody was seeing him play to like figure out how to pronounce his name. Uh, all, all I'm saying is I can understand how you'd look at his last name and get a little confused by it. I wouldn't because they literally have a thing that how to pronounce the name, each and every player's name up there. Like, you have a job, do your homework, study. True. He's got except for studying is for losers. Don't do it. Hey, yeah. that reminds me. Did you guys see how TJ Hakenson did yesterday for the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> or that shit up. Yeah, yeah, George Kitley had a good game too. <laughs> yeah, they they were straight fire. But uh, yeah. Okay, so Nate Stanley back to Rutgers here. Had a pretty good game for himself. Passed the great Ricky Stanzi on the all-time touchdown list. Who? Nate. Richard Stanzi. Oh, Stanzi. Yeah. Uh, so what do we think about that performance? I mean, moving up the ranks, looked very good Made once again. Hit on some deep passes. It was my another, surprise? No. It was another very workmanlike performance from Stanley. He came out there. And just the offense as a whole, they were very balanced again. I think we had like 243 yards passing and 190-something yards rushing. Very balanced. Uh, Stanley was out there just doing his thing. Like you said, he he hit on a deep ball early. I think it was what like a sixty something yarder to Smith Marset. Hit him right in the freaking right in stride. That was nice. Uh, yeah, I Stanley has he hasn't done anything to make me feel bad about Iowa's chances so far this season. He's gone out and he's dominated against teams that he should have dominated against. And I think that he's probably going to put up. Probably, I was going to put up a lot of points against Iowa State because their defense is just. It's not good. It's a Big 12 defense. The best defense in the Big 12 is like the a bottom third defense in the Big 10. Let's uh, not let's not talk about Cyclones yet cuz I'm going to have a very different opinion on that then. Oh, okay. Uh but yeah, no. Stanley very good game. Uh I expect for him to break the all-time passing touchdown record at Iowa. <laughs> it 
Probably was, this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is he going to have to put up like 20 TDs this weekend? I think it's happening. Well, he's right on pace for that 36 touchdowns. Mm. Mm. He's going to. No. He's actually going to break the record during the Penn State game because we're going to win 210 to zero. So we're going to be putting up a lot of touchdowns that day. Um, 20. Tyler Goodson, though, scoring them. Yeah. I well, mean, some touchdowns. We can use them that, you know, screens and such. Uh, but. If Smith Marset can continue to be a deep threat like he was this week, and you got Brandon Smith, you got the boys there, we're gonna have a dynamic passing offense this year. I mean, it's shown in the first two games, but if Smith Marset can prove to catch the ball instead of being good old stone hands like years before, it's gonna be another ut- maybe the most valuable weapon in the passing game. I don't. Really remember ISM having stony uh, his freshman year, yeah, but he dropped some. But then he kind of lost his. Uh, they they kind of quit going to him. I mean, they didn't go to him a whole lot last year in the past game. Well, it's because we had Noah Font and TJ Hawkins, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. That was part of it, but he... yeah, but I, also I think when. They kind of lost faith in him, and so he wasn't as big a part of the passing game. We did have those two tight ends, Fanton Hawkinson. But then when we did go to receivers, it was mostly going to Brandon Smith or Nick Eastley. So, and we didn't really run that many three-receiver sets last year. So I think he just he lost a lot of playing time because he had those drop issues in his freshman year. So it's great to see him come back on this season and be a big-time playmaker. It had, like, Oliver Martin really has not played that much he has i don't know like five receptions or something on the season and that hasn't even been a story really that he hasn't played that much because of how good our receivers across the board have been we're good at receiver for the first time in a lot of years it makes me very excited yeah i think we need to bulk up oliver martin and put him in tight end get him on the field <laughs> that also was when we do like our five wide and we put makai Sargent and a, like nate with Ting out wide, why don't we just throw five wide receivers out there? I will never understand that yeah. logic, and it just drives well, me absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, there's part of me that thinks they have the option to audible to where they bring a back back into the the backfield by Stanley, but I mean, still, I I'd I'd, re- I'd much rather have that fifth wide receiver out there also, just another weapon for you. But before we move on here to hate week and all this other stuff we got left, uh, I didn't actually put this down on our topics list today, but I, it just came to me. How about that Nebraska game, boys? Yeah, wasn't that really something? Who loser. Loves. I Who mean, so many Nebraska fans there. <laughs> I, like, I understand but, uh, Colorado's a Power 5 team, and it's like an old rivalry or whatever, but you come into the season with six to one odds to make the college football playoff and you lose your second game of the season to a inferior opponent. Come on. Colorado looked awful in the little bit of that game. I watched straight (laughs) terrible. It was just, uh, Oh, and the final kick for Nebraska to tie it in overtime. Can we talk about how bad of a kick that was? They don't have a kicker. Apparently. Really? Because he, he that no, there's no way that's going to backfire throughout the season. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. What they, they get all of what sixty minutes, one hundred twenty minutes into the season, and you regret not having a kicker? Like that was just phenomenal. Probably should have recruited a kicker, Coach Frost. 
Yeah, I kind of forgot. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really think about kicking field goals at all this year, so. Yeah. No, but it's just that, good to see that, that happen made, in Nebraska, you know? Yeah, yeah and the fact scary. that they – the fact that they blew a 17-point lead was pretty awesome, too. So they were 17-zip, and they freaking lost. That's just wonderful. It just, like, their fans were legitimately convinced that they were going to be contending for a national championship this season. Coming off of a four-win season, and then to go out and lay an egg in your second game of the year makes me happy. People forget, Scott Frost is, what, five and nine? Nine. As a as Nebraska's head coach, let's let's not forget that. He, it's your, hot take. Scott Frost sucks. Let the record speak for itself. Uh, well, and like he sucks at re- like he's not doing well at recruiting right now either. He offers basically any high school kid he goes sees. He's just throwing crap at the wall right now and hoping something sticks. And buddy, nothing's sticking so far. So you you got to reevaluate. I think his recruiting philosophy, uh, what he just listened to one very memorable quote from the XFL, another Big Ten guy, Jeff Brom, who literally got carted off of the field because he like broke his neck almost in a game, came back the next week, and then they interviewed him, asked why he's playing, and said, one, do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes. Two, is this the XFL? Yes, let's play football. I think Scott Frost, when he hands out a scholarship offer, he just looks for, does the person currently have a pulse? And if yes, Nebraska's going to offer them. I I would just like to add that that is certainly not the first time Austin Myers has said that quote on this podcast. <laughs> uh, dude, that's the most football guy quote of all time. That, it, that clip is, it makes me laugh out loud every single time that I watch it. Austin, if you had to, to pick one quote to say for the rest of your life, it's that one or Shane Falco, pain heals, chick stig scars, glory lasts forever. Which one are you picking? <coughs> Tough. Um, as the XFL is not currently around and the replacement is an all-time banger of a daytime uh, TV movie, I'm going to have to go with Shane Falco. It's a good call. I'd go with that, too. I'd go with that, too. Uh, hey, time out. Yeah. Does anybody want to go to Madison with me? I'm buying tickets right now. When is that game? With you? Uh, November. Well, I'm going with a buddy and his girlfriend who is a Wisconsin grad. She's buying tickets, so I need to know right now if I'm getting another ticket. Uh, I mean, I don't know the date for sure, so I can't commit yet. Yeah, you got a whole lot going on in your life, don't you? Well, I'm ar- <laughs> we're already making a trip to Northwestern, so... Yeah, I already told you not to do that. We're so. going to have a candlelight vigil for Ricky Stanzi. It's going to be real emotional. Yeah, that, that's going to be a tough moment. Yeah, I hope That I'll... game was not at Northwestern. We can still honor him there. Those Gosh. bastards cut our national title season out of our hands. Don't act like you didn't just forget that that did not happen there. <laughs> Sam, this, yeah, you got me. You got me on tape back a couple months ago. You got me, all right? But for, just let me have this little ceremony for Stanzi, and I'll be able to move on with my life. That they suck. I specifically remember that game. We got up like thirteen or fourteen zero, and I I said to I, it might have been Joey. I don't know. I said this is going to be uh, like a, a route, and then good one. Like three plays later, yeah. Three James Vandenberg sucks. He showed so much potential. <laughs> Sorry, that James, if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> You were a great Hawkeye. Thanks for everything. And if you want to come on the podcast, 
He tried putting the team on his back at Ohio State the next week. If we don't play for overtime that game, I I thought we were going to win. All right, Austin, we're going to move back to the present here. We talk about that game like one in three podcasts. So So we're going to move on to our tailgate interviews. We only got two or three interviews this week, but that was because the 11 o'clock start. I was having some beers. It really snuck up on me, so don't hate the player, hate the game. Uh, We got Space Cowboy, though. Space Cowboy's luscious voice this week on the podcast, so you're going to enjoy that. Uh, We have two sponsors to hit. We'll get one here before. The interviews and one after. Uh, the new one is Bam Enterprises. Brian Myers. He's a marketing consultant. Joey, what were you gonna say there? Pow! <laughs> Bam! Pow! No, it's just Bam. Uh, Brian Myers, marketing consultant. Basically, you have a business. You want some T-shirts made? He's your man. You want help with your website? He's your man. You want some koozies? He's your man. Uh, his phone number is eight one five five three five six eight four zero. If you're interested for a little help with that. Uh, does great business. You'd be one-on-one with him. It's him and no one else. No bull crap in between. So go check him out. Here are the interviews. All right, we got week two of the Hawkeye Tailgate Report here. And uh, for all you avid listeners out there, we have our special guest, Space Cowboy, on live here right now for the podcast. Space Cowboy, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Long live Goose. All right, so your identity is a myth. It's 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 anonymous right now. Like you could say that. You, you could say that. I may or may not be the next mayor of New Vienna. We'll <laughs> see about that. So it could be several people because there's a whole of hundred people in that town. Three hundred. That's generous at most. Allegedly. <laughs> All right. So the Hawkeyes one and zero, playing Rutgers today. More likely than not, we're going to be 2-0. What are your thoughts on Rutgers? Actually, I'm a little worried about their speed. I mean, they're pretty quick on the outside. 11 a.m. games are uh, are a little a little tough. And also, I mean, they did produce Ray Rice, and that dude is not known to do good things. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. He got banned you, you, from— You could say terrible things. He got banned from the NFL for doing terrible things, so you're right on pace there. Yeah, but she did stay with him. She did. That's that's an important thing to note. Okay, so what what were your impressions of Iowa after the first week? Um, to be honest with you, Big Takes, I uh, I did not I was not coherent for that game, but I heard good things. It sounds like we run the ball to shotgun well. Oliver Martin's looking pretty good, um, but yeah, uh, not a lot not a lot to put in there. So considering this is your first game of competency this season. What are you expecting? Uh, fireworks. There was a lot of fireworks last week, but it was also a night game. Uh, more fireworks. Daytime fireworks, which have to be bigger so you can see them. Uh, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Uh, is there a player in particular looking forward to uh, following this year or looking just forward to watching? Uh, Keith Duncan. I mean, horsecock. The guy's got balls the size of Texas, you know. I agree. I've been calling him Keith Big Nuts Duncan since he nailed the game winner against Michigan two years ago. You have. I'm gonna, three years ago. Might name my firstborn son or daughter after him. I'm glad he got the kicker roll. I'm glad he got the kicker roll. So one and zero on the season. What do you think our record will be for the rest of the year? So I'm a natural pessimist. So uh, I'm going eight and four, but only because Stanley hasn't shown that he can win on the road. You know, I'm hoping for bigger and better things, but uh, you know. 
Sean Byer is gonna he's gonna have to pick it up at tight end, and the wide receivers are gonna have to to ball out. You know, eight and four minimum, eleven and one maximum. Eleven and one's a little higher than what I had them at. I have them in the eight and four, ten and two range, but I'd be ecstatic with eleven and one. That'd get us to Indy. More than likely, not get us all the rivalry trophies. So I'm here for that. Yeah, I mean, Iowa State's the only rivalry trophy I'm worried about. I mean, Wisconsin really does not worry me this year at all. Um, you know, you can only have cheerleaders who aren't allowed to graze on the field for so long before you got to knock them off, you know? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so you ready for some trivia questions? Yeah, bring them. All right, Iowa is the Hawkeyes. What is Rutgers? Uh, I think they are the Pussies. <laughs> You're not far off right there. They are the Scarlet Knights. Oh, just a bit outside. <laughs> just a bit. Didn't miss by much. The R and the S are right there next to each other, you know. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, in 2016, when these two teams played, Iowa won 14-7. to Who scored the game-winning touchdown? A, George Kittle. B, Josie Jewell. C, Akron Wadley. Uh, it would be D, Brett Favre. It was C. Akram Wadley. Again, just a bit outside. <laughs> You're just off a little bit. I don't know what it is today. Uh, we all have those days. All right, the final question is, let me think of it here. I forgot it. Oh, how many times have these two historic teams played in the history of their programs? Oh, just once. Once, 2016, that is the correct answer. It was 14-7. 14-7. Any final comments? Uh, actually, I have a couple questions for you. Yes, sir. Um... What color am I thinking of right now? Purple. Nope, blue. Gosh, I was Man. close, I was close. Yeah, I mean, they're just a shade off. Yep. Um, Rutgers once had uh, their highest recruit ever commit, decommitted. He may or may not have been the NFL MVP. Who was their highest rated recruit? Herschel Walker. Ooh, ugh, sorry. Uh, no. It was uh, a guy by the name of Nate Robinson. He was a D-tackle in 03 who decommitted and went to Akron. And that's how bad Rutgers is. He went to Akron. Uh, final question. Uh, how bad will Nebraska lose to Colorado today? That's an easy 69-0. Yeah, Easy 69-0. 69-0, Nebraska to Colorado today? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, roll Tide, go Hawks, and Nebraska still sucks. Next up on the Hawkeye Tailgate Report, we have Grace. Grace what? Winter. Grace Winter. Okay, so from what I understand, this is your second Hawkeye game ever, correct? Yes. Do you remember who you played last year? No. Ah, no? That's all right. That's all right. Okay, so why are you an Iowa Hawkeye fan? Because my dad is. Because your dad is your grandpa, Iowa Hawkeye fan too. Mm-hmm. Is. Uh, so have you been tailgating before? Yes. What do you enjoy the most of, of tailgating? Just meeting with other people, or just meeting with friends? Eating snack food. Eating snack food. That's always a good thing. What's your favorite snack food when you're at a tailgate? I don't know. You don't know. You don't have anything. What'd you make today? You don't have anything like taco dip or like chips or anything. No. Nothing? What'd you say? Puppy chow. You want to come in here? Yeah. What's your name? Savannah. Savannah what? Savannah Wilkening. Savannah Wilkening. And what's your name, hon? Fallon. Fallon what? She's your sister? All right. So do you guys know each other? 
Yes, we're selling the earrings together. Oh, you're selling the earrings you got right now. Well, what, what what does the money go towards? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? What? Well, you're just selling the earrings. They look very pretty. They look very pretty out here right now. Is this your first Iowa game? Uh, no. No. How many games have you been to before? Like three, maybe. Three, maybe. Uh, what's your favorite part? Um, my favorite part is the wave. The wave? That's pretty cool. Like. All those kids up there in the hospital—they're going through tough times. It's—it's it's really nice to see all the Iowa fans turn towards. Them. Yeah. All right. So, what are you guys looking forward to most today? Uh, the game, the like, the game and the win. winning. That—that's a great answer, ladies. That's all I had for you. Thanks for coming on. Go Hawks. Go Hawkeye. Go Hawkeye. Go Hawkeye. Next up on the Hawkeye Tailgate Report, we have Jackson Bennett, Tyler Seferic. All right, so from what I understand, you guys are working security today, but you don't go to Iowa. Yes, sir. Agreed. Where do you go? Kirkwood. Kirkwood Community College, sir. You guys play any sports up there? Yes, sir. We play baseball. Yes, sir. Baseball. Baseball? All right. like to see that. like to see that. Uh, so what year are you guys? I'm a sophomore. I'm a freshman. All right. And you from Iowa at all, or did you just come to Kirkwood just because? Born and raised Farley, Iowa. I'm from Illinois. I Il like Kirkwood, though. You like Kirkwood? All right. So since you're from Farley, you probably know some – you're probably familiar with the Hawkeyes a little bit. Yes, sir. All right. So Iowa 1-0 on the season. Do you think they can keep building on that? They got some tough games this year against Michigan and Penn State. I like our line on both sides. I think skill positions will grow in their, their positions, so I think we got a chance. So, All right, what what about you? You're from Chicago, so you not really an Iowa fan necessarily, but what, you, you've been here before. Right, I've seen one game. I like what the, I see out of them. They got a good QB, good running back. They can do some damage. They can, they can. Uh, is there a player in specific you're looking forward to watching this year, Jackson? I like Sargent. I like Tristan Wirfs coming from the Walmart, the same conference. And uh, I want to see what the new tight ends can bring to the table, honestly. So, Do you ever play against Tristan? Uh, I actually did, I did track with him, played baseball against him. So it's a, it's a blessing to see him uh, putting out for the Iowa Hawkeyes right now. What do you think, like, what was it like going against him in high school? Uh, he, he was honestly the nicest. He was the nicest guy you ever met, but he's a competitor. So it was, it was intimidating. And... He brought all the skill sets to the table. So, so he's probably going to get drafted in the first round of the NFL draft this year, top ten. Yeah. Is that pretty wild to think about that you faced off a guy against a guy who's going to be going in the first round of the NFL draft next year? It's it's crazy to think that uh, Iowa, a small town, Mount Vernon, Iowa, could produce that. But yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a product of hard work. So something like that. All right. So okay, I'll throw in. One Chicago trivia question for you, and I got a couple Iowa questions for you. Iowa is the Hawkeyes. What is Rutgers? Uh, I'm going to have to say the Scarlet Knights for the Rutgers. Honestly, the Rutgers are fucking ass, and I go Iowa's, bro. That's right. You're right on par with that. You're right on par with that. All right, so the last time Iowa and Rutgers played, who scored the game-winning touchdown? George Kittle, Josie Jewell, or Akram Wadley? Yeah, 
George Kittle and uh, Josie Jewell are in the NFL right now. Akram Wadley. It is Akram Wadley is the correct answer. Is the correct answer. Well, no, he's from Chicago. That's why I didn't give him a guess, Joey. Uh, all right. Uh, the, the final question is, how many times have Iowa and Rutgers played in the history of their programs? They're both historic programs. No idea. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. I have no idea. Joey knows the answer, no, no, so I'm not... One more question for you. Okay, Joey. Uh, the correct answer is one time. They played each other in 2016, although they've been a member of the Big Ten. No, that was the first time. Yeah, no, first time they ever played New each York other. Versus Iowa City. All right, Joey, do you have an Iowa question? Because I got a Chicago question. Um, it's just a general question. All right, all right. Is a duck's asshole watertight? Yes or no? Yes. <sighs> yes or no? Yeah. Gotta go. Yes, it's over. That's correct. A duck's asshole is watertight. <laughs> all right. The final question I have for the Chicago guy right here. So you're a White Sox fan, but I'm going to ask you a Cubs question. Are you fine with that? Are you all right with that? The final out of the 2016 World Series was hit to Chris Bryant. Who was the batter who hit it to Chris Bryant? Whoever the Cleveland Indians' ass batter was who hit the ground ball. It was a righty. It was a righty. I mean, you're not wrong, but <laughs> shit. His initials are M.M. Oh, fuck. He had long hair. Not Marcus. No. Nope. You have five seconds. You have four seconds. I'm going to say go White Sox. <laughs> it, it's Michael Martinez. Made the final out of the World Series. Well, everybody, I mean, baseball fans yeah, watch yeah. the whole series. <laughs> but, guys, thanks for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you. Go Thank Hawks. You. Thank you. Thanks again to everybody who took time to, during their tailgates to come interview with us. Got some first-time Hawkeye fans there going to their first game. Space Cowboy, always a welcome voice to hear. Uh, but we're going to hear from our second sponsor now, and that's Demer Oil Company based out of Dubuque County. They got locations in Worthington, Monticello, Holy Cross. Uh, Steve and Toby Demer, or Whitey Demer is Steve's nickname around these parts. Go check them out. They got a website for you. Uh, it's DemerOilInc.com, that's D-E-M-M-E-R-O-I-L-I-N-C.com. Uh, it says lube right on their homepage, so there's really nothing to hate about that. Their phone number is 1-800-433-3835, locations, Worthington, Monticello, Holy Cross. Uh, we're going to get back to some segments now here, guys. Uh, we're just going to pick Wait, up with a little hate, hate week talk. What What was that? I, knew, I, I, I never. We never heard Joey's thoughts on the game this last weekend. Oh, um, well, I swear I wasn't, I was not drunk, that drunk. I did sit down and watch the entire game and I literally don't remember a thing about it. I don't know why when I watch, when I watch football games, I just have like the shortest attention span. I don't know what it is. It was Big Hawkeye was, fan, Joey Myers, everyone. And <laughs> I, I'm more, I, I'm, I'm admittedly more of a basketball guy. He is. he is. I, I would like to blame the the guy on the red hat and shirt on the sideline who every three and a half minutes comes out. This is a full media timeout. Oh, Jerry, yeah. come on, guy. Let's go. Kind of loses me. I don't know. It seems like Fox. I'm a big short attention guy. It seems like Fox Sports runs more commercial breaks as well and a lot longer. So, Dude, three Fox Sports one games in a row. Yeah. 
Okay, hey, so Herbie gets to take a pick. This culture shift. This is going to lead right into hate week. So all these Cyclo fans thinking that they're the pull for this game. I mean, it seems pretty shitty. I mean, Hawkeyes have a lot more riding with them right now than Iowa State does. So I don't know why they would have that in the back of their mind. I'm not going to say the guy's Twitter handle. You'll know who I'm talking about. Where he's like, yeah, but when the cameras start rolling and they're the game day comes on, they sure as hell aren't going to be in Iowa City. Well, no fucking shit. The game's in Ames, dumbass. Yeah, like if Iowa State was good any other year, they would probably be in Iowa City. You know, like it's just the dumb case for you, the team this year that they get to play in Ames because they happen to be good this year for the first time in the history of their program. So, like, well, I don't... Jerry's out on even if they're even good, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, but to be the voice of reason here, it's not... It's not because Iowa is some powerhouse. I mean, Iowa State has to be okay. If Iowa State lost that first game, they wouldn't have game day. If 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 Iowa State wasn't viewed as a good team, there's no chance this game would be game day. It'd be just like any other shitty Cyhawk game. It's a solid eighty percent that Iowa is in this game and twenty percent Iowa State. It, it it doesn't matter if 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 Joey, it's one hate, it's teams- hate week. It matters. Well, I I mean I'm just trying to be rational here, all right? That's no, absurd. Rational takes and you know that. What? This, this podcast is not about rational takes and you know that. Just, yeah, well, somebody's got to be a, re- a reasonable thinker around here. And like, I'm not usually one to be over optimistic about football games. Like, I've seen us lose some stinkers in the past. There is about a zero percent chance we lose to Iowa State this weekend, and you can take that to the bank. I'm usually super superstitious about this kind of shit. I feel like that's just that has a lot more to do with your hate towards Iowa State because didn't you say Rutgers was a trap game and now you're you're a hundred percent that we're going to beat Iowa State? No, no, no. I did not say Rutgers was a trap game. Sam said Rutgers was a trap game. Definitely (laughs) often. Don't you put that shit on me? (laughs) No, but I couldn't believe you said it either. (laughs) I mean, you and I's defense was able to hold down the great Brock Purdy. Only imagine what our secondary and front four are going to do to that Iowa State offense. I am licking my chops for the opportunity. Yeah. Um, some of the, the takes that I've seen uh, like about this have been funny, too. Or like the fact that Iowa State fell out of the rankings during their bye week uh, after barely escaping you and I, and then their fans are all butthurt on Twitter. I, some of them are like, I saw one specifically, some guy goes, it's hypocritical how Iowa – like plays a nobody team and moves up in the rankings, but Iowa State wins against a like a better UNI team and then falls out of the rankings during the bye week. And I'm like, are you seriously here to tell me that you think that winning in double overtime at home against an FCS opponent is a better win than a Big Ten conference game in week two? That was a funny take. So many Iowa State fans that are out there trying to say that UNI was a better team, was like an actual good like win on that resume they're an fcs school that game has literally zero pull in terms of quality of opponent so that was a really funny take that i saw all these iowa state fans trying to talk it up as a, a good win because you and i all of a sudden is a good team they probably only think that because you and i has a history of beating them at home so they're just they've been like beat into submission into thinking that you and I is a good team because they're constantly being embarrassed by them. Yeah, I don't know how you could justify that. Like, oh, we beat an FCS team. That's better than beating a 
Division one or an FBS team. Like, no, you're what? I'm just dumbfounded at the stupidity of some of the fans out there. Granted, Iowa has a lot of those too. Like, come basketball season, people will be bitching and moaning all the time about the Fran McCaffrey and the Iowa Hawkeyes. They got some stupid fans out there too. But Iowa State just takes that to a completely different level. I don't know if it's the education or the water out there in central Iowa. Sorry, Sam. Hey. <laughs> but Easy on that education talk. It's it just <laughs> it's just it I don't understand it. I don't understand how you can look at that and say, Oh, this is a perfectly logical, like reasonable tweet. No, not at all. Not at all. I it just drives me insane. Logic and reason going on in Ames. So that's that's I mean, that's the the answer to your question. They're just dumb. Uh, before we move on, does anybody have any funny Iowa State jokes they want to drop in here? Because I'll drop one if nobody else does. Uh, oh well, I have some tied into the Urban Dictionary thing, so I'll just let you say yours first. Okay, what's the difference? Oh, oh, I think you were going to go with what the the classic but goody that I was also about yes. to break out. <laughs> <laughs> what what's the difference between an Iowa State cheerleader and a catfish? I don't know, Luke. <laughs> One has whiskers and smells like a fish, and the other is a catfish. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Oh, boom, roasted. But up. <laughs> you just put the entire Iowa State University in a coffin. <laughs> They're dead. They're done. We already won this game. But this is going to trade. But this is going to transition well into Joey's Urban Dictionary read for this week. Joey, what do you got? All right. Well, the findings on Urban Dictionary were pretty scant this week, believe it or not. I was really looking forward to it, but there was not really that much um, content on here. But anyway, I couldn't find anything good for Iowa State, so I looked up Ames. And it doesn't have anything about the town, but it just says, Ames, the art of taking a gigantic shit or expelling a devil turd from one's ass. (laughs) And then the context is, hey, Bell, what's up? Oh, man, I have to go drop an Ames. So then, I also uh, new 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 segment Oxford Dictionary. Uh, I, I Oxford Dictionary the word cyclone because it's um to prove that it's not a tornado and we don't have cyclones here. So cyclone, a system of winds rotating inward to an area of low atmospheric pressure with a counterclockwise or clockwise circulation, a depression. And then it says another term for tropical storm, which we also don't have here in Iowa. So then finally, I uh, since the Urban Dictionary was not all that bumping this week, and it's in the spirit of hate week, I prepared a bit of a roast of <laughs> Iowa State. So these are all originals. I don't know if they'll all hit, but here we go. <clears throat> With 43 tornado touchdowns in Iowa alone in 2019, Mother Nature would be the all-time touchdowns leader by any non-quarterback in Iowa State history. Troy Davis would not be a very close second with 36 touchdowns from 94 to 96. I was trying to come up with a Connor Ass Alley joke for the longest time, but all the punchlines just ended up being shit. Jokes like that are low-hanging fruit anyway, much like the FCS school that a ranked team would schedule to be their punching bag week one, you know? I dated a woman from Ames once. Just kidding. There's... <laughs> Please hold. Um, there, 
there's been a lot of back and forth on Twitter this week about whether College Game Day decided on this game more because of Iowa or Iowa State. Fact is, no one outside the state gives a damn about this game. Someone at ESPN is honestly just curious as to whether or not Ames actually exists. Evidence points to that being unlikely at this point. What better way to find out than Corso and the boys? Visha used to be pretty cool from what I've heard. Then they stopped producing Zima. (laughs) 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 Lastly, I don't use the term little brother when referring to Iowa State, and I would encourage all others to stop using it as well. While little brother may come off as an insult, most people, myself included, actually like their little brother. Instead, I would urge anyone and everyone to refer to Iowa State as Nebraska because no one likes Nebraska. <laughs> Joey, when do you uh, perform at the Funny Bone next? Uh, pretty good. I'm, I'm not booked. I'm pretty open. No, anyway, that, that's all I have for this week. Exceptional nice. job. Exceptional job. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> Uh, all right, so continue this going here. This uh, we got some thoughts from space with uh, our favorite anonymous guest, Space Cowboy Austin. What's he got this week? All right, quick before we get into thoughts from space, as there's something in the middle of this that's not going to make sense without the context of it. You forgot to go over a segment that you talked to, to us about before, which you said that you had a "Would you rather" question for us that oh, you never. Yep. During. Yeah, I'll get to that quick. Okay, so the would you rather question is it's it's not really that funny. It's uh would you rather lose to Iowa State and beat Michigan State or Michigan and Penn State or beat Iowa State and lose to Penn State and Michigan? That's the easiest question I've ever been asked in my entire life. I'd rather lose to Iowa State. Yep. Yeah, as much as it would suck to lose to Iowa State after all the trash talking we've done, at the end of the day, that game has like no it doesn't mean anything for the trajectory of our season. If we lose two Big Ten games, we're not going to the Big Ten championship. So as much as it would blow to lose to Iowa State, I would much rather lose to them and win those games in the conference. All right, Austin. Now, thoughts from space. Okay, now we can actually get into it. All right. Thoughts from space. I truly feel terrible for the two to three athletes that Rutgers has because apparently the coaches recruited guys who played who – played uh, pad flag football until they were 17. Also, if you have a family member between 18 to 46, they have one thumb, can tie their shoes, and has played Madden at least once, let them know to apply to be Rucker's next quarterback. Pretty sure pretty sure those are the only requirements. <laughs> uh, would you rather, since I'm not an Iowa State fan, who until this year only cared about beating Iowa, I would rather win two Big Ten conference games. Obviously, all three all three would be best because unlike unlike Rutgers, I find winning fun. Final thought: Beer darts is an extremely underrated game, and your boy Joey Myers, he said, yell that with a Brooklyn accent, is a trooper as he took multiple darts to the ankle. Thoughts and prayers from space on a speedy recovery. Final final thought: Fuck the bouncer at Bardot who made a snarky remark about my age. I'm sorry you're. Pl- <laughs> has turned into a breeding ground for 19 22 year olds since my last appearance i will stick to the dublin and vine next visit skillhawks <laughs> oh all right i would also like to add that space cowboy did lose his guts a few times this weekend and really rallied around that so good for you space cowboy hey, are we gonna do uh, score predictions for the week yeah we got yeah. Our, we got our uh, actually transition right in here shotgun bed of the week the line is Iowa minus one and a half on the road against the Clowns. 
Bet the mortgage. Okay, yeah. Sam starting. So you're hammering it. Well, yeah, it's gonna be a uh, 24-14 or a uh, 21-10 kind of game. Okay. Yeah. Um. If you can. No. Go ahead. No. 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 After you. After you. What have you fucking talk? Well. See, well, I'm, okay, I'm gonna go now. All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna hammer Iowa minus one and one and a half. And unlike Sam, I think we hang forty on site. Let's cycle. There's not a chance in hell we, we're scoring forty. Uh, on uh, would you let me explain, sir? Uh, our offense with Matt Vandenberg as our leading wide receiver put up forty-two points. So yeah, that Iowa State defense was much, 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 much worse. Potato, tomato, they, they, my man. They're actually very down defense. Potato, tomato. Surprise you? They got a D. We're hanging up. Got a big D. We're hanging forty. They have a small D. If you get what we're saying, don't listen to Sam. Now nah, we're hanging forty. Hawkeye's gonna win. Line's way too small. Go Hawks. I will let you burn the hairs on my asshole if we win. If we hang forty on Saturday. Deal. Deal. I am in. Is that our second something to do with the body hair? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, bet on Iowa winning. Uh, this week is, uh, let's not forget, Joey said that if we lose either Rutgers or Iowa State, he'll shave his ass hair and tape it to his face. Yes, he Wait, did. is burning your ass hair out of the, out of the ordinary? That's not something people do? <laughs> this is news to me. All right, Joey and Austin, go. All right, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say go ahead and pawn your grandma's pearl necklace and put all that money on Iowa in this game. There's no chance in hell we lose. Uh, I think Iowa's winning this game 33 to 20. Ask me if I think I was going to cover. Is I was going to cover? How the hell Next are we question. 33. Patriots scored 33 literally last night. Oh, speaking of that, Steelers fan, how are you hanging in there, my man? Sorry, Austin. Hate We're to not going to talk about that, okay? How do you even get to 33? <laughs> it doesn't it does not matter. Man. It's math. <laughs> yeah. We're not getting that many field goals. It's, <laughs> hey, by the way, Keith Duncan follows me on Twitter. No, he does not. Yes, he does. He should, and be... I don't follow him back. Oh, <laughs> we got to get big nuts on this podcast. I love Keith, but all right. Uh, so we're all hammering minus one and a half this week. Bet the house. Go ahead and do it. If it doesn't hit, Sam will pay for it. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, any guys, anything else? Wrap up the show. Um, is there an over under on this game yet? Uh, Let me just go to my over. William Hill Sportsbook and find out. It is. Oop, the line actually moved to minus two. Are we still hammering it? Still hammering. Yeah, if we're going to win by one, we're going to win by two. So. All right, so the over under is <laughs> 44 and a half. Well, actually, if we win by one, we can't win by two. The over under is forty four and a half, and Luke, and, uh, Luke thinks we're hanging forty in Ames. So Vegas knows what the f they're talking about. Hammer the over, hammer the over. Uh, anything else? Going Ain't once, going twice. All right, thanks for listening to another episode of the Hawkeye Tailgate Report. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter. The, the H HTR's Twitter page is go underscore Hawks Iowa. My Twitter page is Myers underscore Luke. Uh, Joey's is Joe Mama two one nine six. Sam's is S-A-M-M-M-I-D-D, and Austin's is Myers Austin. So go follow Austin. us. Also go like the Facebook page. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, leave a review. Joey has one more thing to say here, apparently, after I also, asked twice. <coughs> oh, sorry. Well, I just thought of it now. I'm a, I'm a, my mind's always thinking, always running. Um, 
Austin told me this weekend that if he had a thousand followers by the time the next episode came out, that he would get a tiger hawk on his forehead. Ooh. <laughs> get that on Twitter. I'll make it happen. All righty. We can get that. We can get that done. <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, <laughs> kick some cyclone ass. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs>